welcome to episode 114 podcast on this beautiful Mario day. Happy Mario day, everybody. My name is Zach. Woo. Hey. Yeah, woohoo. My name is Zach, and today I'm joined Woo. by Pat. <laughs> Ahoy hoy, everybody. Or Mario. That's, that's right. I'm dressed as Mario for you audio listeners. We are on the stream, so just check us out on the Twitch. Yeah. Which is, Zach? Twitch.tv slash TugPod. Woohoo! Woohoo! Let's go! All right. I'm dressed up as Luigi. We got Chance, who's dressed up as Bowser. Say something, Chance. I'm saying something. What's up? How are you? <laughs> The second we start streaming on Twitch, this guy forgets the audio listeners. We have, we have Rick, who is dressed up as a very regal Princess Peach. I'm sorry, I'm in another castle. <laughs> <laughs> we are joined by a special guest, longtime friend of the pod, who was with us very early on when he was like living in Alaska for the one time. So if you've been listening to us from the beginning remember my stream is dressed up as a slutty peach what's up he's he's daisy he's daisy blonde daisy that works too too. but welcome everyone welcome to our no no no. before we we get into that uh michael it's been a while so let's let's do uh let's do past present and future so what is your favorite game of all time what are you currently playing and what are you looking forward to playing Oh, geez. Uh, of all time. You have 30 seconds before this. 30 seconds. And you explodes. will be judged. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, Five seconds. In. Of all time, probably Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Oh, uh, boo. Tuggy award winning game over here. Hey, you're cutting into my 30 seconds, man. I don't want to be judged. Uh, <laughs> 10 seconds left. So of all time, probably Odyssey. What am I currently playing? Uh, I'll talk about that soon. And then what am I looking forward to? Ashes of Creation. Okay. okay. And he's just making up games over there. Uh, anyway. These are real games, man. <laughs> Anyone? You could have said anything. You could have said Tears of the Kingdom. You could have said Starfield. Yeah. So everybody welcome on this beautiful Mario day. Uh, if you are a first-time listener of the pod or the stream. Uh, we're a gaming podcast that aims to entertain as well as inform. We discuss the week's biggest gaming news, game reviews, and impressions. Talk about the gaming industry in general. Of course, we don't only discuss games. We occasionally talk about movies, TV shows. Favorite Mario character. Favorite outside of the person you're wearing. Outside of the person you're wearing. What? Okay. What if you're dressed up as your favorite character? Well, sucks. Well, then <laughs> I will pick Bowser. Because I'm not dressed as <laughs> Bowser. Because Chance can't. <laughs> <laughs> actually give me your favorite and least favorite i'm curious give me your favorite and least favorite least favorite uh i don't know or random koopa okay the blue shell how about that oh i'm big i think the blue shell is a fan favorite <laughs> all right favorite character rick all right mario favorite character. character i'd have to say uh yoshi usually in any like mario kart uh, i tend to play as yoshi a lot and like you like can use them to sacrifice Yoshi to make that extra jump. And he's like, there are other worlds than these. And it's like, fuck yeah, Yoshi. Um, big fan of Yoshi. Least favorite, probably Toad. Because guy just delivers bad news. And also in the original Mario Kart, um, whatever character you chose, there'd be like an antithesis character. And that would always be Toad. Like whoever, like if you were first as Luigi, or not Luigi, but like Yoshi. Toad would be second. He'd always be the guy in your heel. So I always fucking hated Toad. Zach? Uh, actually, mine are the same as yours. Yoshi is my favorite. 
and Toad is my least favorite. Mainly because Toad sucks. Toad it's never helps Prince titles, buddy. Toad, yeah, I know, right? No, Toad is trash. Toad... I think your opinion of Toad is going to change when the Mario movie comes out, and he's voiced by Keegan Michael Key. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah, that, that's fine. But is that canon? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to count it as canon. It will be. I mean, in the video game universe, it's not Keegan Michael Key who is hilarious. It's Toad who is shit. How do you know? Shut him up. Anyway, Michael, favorite <laughs> Mario character and least favorite. Uh, hands down, DK. Like, I love oh, that giant ape. I love that giant ape. But I hate the bananas in Mario Kart. So can that please be my negative? Because Okay. For context, everybody, Michael is the type of person in Super Smash uh, N64 who will carry you on your back when he's DK. Jump off the edge. And then jump off the edge. Actually. <laughs> Chance. You can't use Link. You're a Link man. You can't hey, hey, don't you dare badmouth Rick's son. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Chance my, favorite and least favorite Mario character. I would say my favorite. I mean, you guys already said you took all of them. Yeah, I, I guess I, I don't. I like I like Luigi. Luigi's my favorite. I like Luigi better than Mario. In my favorite. Yeah, Mario. But, um, hot hot take there, but um, I would say my least favorite is the the bullet, the big bullet. What are they called? Bullet bills. Bullet bill. Yeah, I can't believe Pat didn't pick. I cannot believe Pat did not pick Waluigi as your favorite over Bowser. <laughs> I mean, you only ever talk about Waluigi and constantly pronounce his name wrong. Waluigi. Yeah. <laughs> Waluigi. <laughs> anyway. This week, we'll be discussing our 2023 predictions. A little late, but better late than never. Um, but first, what have you been playing? Uh, we'll be nice. We'll let our guests go first. Uh, Michael, what have you been playing? Uh, I was not anticipating going first, um, but I have been playing <laughs> a lot of World of Warcraft, because why not? There's a, a recent expansion that Chance has been playing. Uh, he and I have been in raids together. You might have seen it on the uh, on the stream. Um, and a lot of Kerbal Space Program 2, the early access bit that I'll probably be talking about here in a little bit. Thank you, Private Division, for giving us the key. Uh, Michael is going to be the one who's going to be like covering that for us. So take it away with your thoughts on Kerbal Space Program 2, early access. Now and jump ahead of everybody's what we've been playing. Yeah, now is that's that what you've been playing. <laughs> yeah, so I've been playing Kerbal Space Program 2 and... Uh, let me get my notes because I wrote something and made it a little bit easier to follow. Uh, there's a he took notes. The rest of you guys take notes on him taking notes. <laughs> Fucking teacher's pet. We mentioned private division. KSP2. I'm probably going to refer to it as KSP2 because that's what it's just easier. So KSP2 is under development by Intercept Games and being published by private divisions. Uh, private division and it's a sequel and a follow-up to the 2011 uh kerbal space program that people in this community all know and love and have loved for like 13 10, 12 13 years uh like quick history ksp2 was announced back in 2019 and uh you know it was a shared announcement at that time that then uber entertainment was changing its name to star theory games and announcing that it was going to be working with Private Division, which is a subsidiary of Take-Two. Um, and they're in this just, again, like larger picture family history type stuff. Uh, Private Division is in the same umbrella 
with Rockstar Games, 2K, Social Point, and those are some of the bigger, bigger labels that people have probably recognized for making games like Grand Theft Auto, GTA 5 Online, uh, all the 2K games, and Social Point's done some things like the little handful of mobile titles like Dragon City, Monster Legends, things like that. We got a history lesson over here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but uh, KSP 2 is really, in essence, an aerospace creation and a simulation game. Uh, and, you know, when you load into the game, you're given the keys to, you know, the Kerbals version of NASA and a butt ton of money to build crazy rocket ships. And you get to play as these little green minion-esque creatures called Kerbals. And they're they're cute little green things that meep and merp. And but that's besides the point. Now, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's. The caveat to this whole, I guess, the, the my review of this is it is early access. Uh, so with early access, I mean, there, there's an asterisk, right? So the game is not in its formal released state. Um, there is, but in my people opinion, can buy it. So we are going to critique it. Yes. Yes. So. Uh, so there's uh, it's basically right now it's in a sandbox demo form. Um, you have you're given the keys to a NASA and all the parts, but it being labeled as early access, that may even be an over evaluation, in my opinion. It's the the game is labeled at forty nine dollars and all you get is a sandbox. It's more or less a demo of the world that they've created and some of the parts. The game's still very much in its infancy. Uh, riddled did, the, with did the first one have like a campaign or anything? <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So the first one, there's a campaign. There's a tech tree progression system. There is um, there. There's there's a whole like sub community that mods the game to. But that like strictly the, the vanilla game, there is a tech tree. There is a career progression. There is a money management like system. Um, and all of that is missing in Kerbal Space Program 2. So you load in to a sandbox, uh, essentially, and it says, hey, I mean, there's not even a, hey, do this. It's here's the game. Here's the parts. Go ahead and make something blow up if you want. Like it, it, there's there's not a whole lot of direction. It's also riddled with some bugs. Uh, it's not very well optimized yet. And I had just recently built a new computer um, running on a, a Ryzen 7950 16 core processor and AMD's equivalent to the 4090. So the fact that my computer is struggling with this game, it, it could probably be optimized a little bit better. Um, that being said, when I don't have performance issues, the game does look visually updated it's it's a beautiful looking version of Kerbal Space Program but the content that is lacking there's a whole lot on the roadmap that I'm very very optimistic about but it is so right now it's just kind of like a, a physics system for you to yeah. make your own fun and build and fuck around is it just single player or is it multiplayer as well single player for now the multiplayer will be it is on the roadmap, but it's at the tail end of the roadmap. So uh, this game was announced four years ago and it took us this long to get to a sandbox state. So I don't know how long that'll actually be. And normally, when you think of early access, I think average is like a year. Some games have been in longer. Some games have been in shorter, uh, but I would say at least a year. 
obviously we don't have any inside information from private division or anybody, but, uh, that's what we assume. Uh, so what would you, what would you say the fun level is compared to the first Kerbal space program? Would you, if you were still playing the first KSP, would you move to this one's early access? No, I, I, I would not, uh, not for, not for $50. Uh, I would want to wait until there's a little bit more in from the roadmap incorporated into the game for that price tag. They the first thing that's slated on their roadmap is that career progression system. So that's I mean, I, I don't know when that's going to be. We don't have inside information. I wish we did because that that would be awesome, but we don't. Uh, so whenever. I, if I had to buy the game. I would wait until that comes out and that is part of the, the early access because it would give you a lot more to go, a lot more to do and it would give you a reason to keep coming back and playing it. No. Uh, are you going to keep playing it throughout updates and kind of like, are you going to oh, get yeah. feedback to the devs and their like discord server and everything? Without a doubt. I mean, I, I've got hundreds of hours on KSP one. So when they made the announcement for, for the, the, the second one, I was over the moon excited, so I, I will be playing it, but not religiously as I did with KSP one. Has that excitement kind of led to a little bit of disappointment with the current state of the release? Uh, that's that's a really good question. And I'd probably say it has uh, just I had very, very high hopes. And I think some of it is some of it is built into the roadmap. So. As in its current state, I would say, yes, I'd be I'm a little let down in comparison to how excited I was. But ask me again when they're done with the roadmap and they've incorporated everything that they want to do. That might be a totally different answer. You're optimistic for the future. Yes. Yes. That right. optimism is rooted in like KSP one. The optimism. trust in the developer. Yeah. yeah. OK. I mean, that's fine. Yeah. If a game's in early so access, games in early access. So that's that's actually where it gets a little tricky, though, because the people that are making this game now is a different group than who made K like the first one. Oh, okay. So that's that's a huge caveat, too. So there's a new group of people that are making and developing this game and trying to carry over and, and build up a new game to satisfy somebody who had allegiance elsewhere. So we'll we'll see how that that pans I out. I guess. But. I guess, and forgive me for asking potentially a silly question, but it's just like, what is like so different or going to be, I guess, so different about this? It's space, right? Like, <laughs> well, like <laughs> the more power you have, the more the physics evolve and be more realistic. You mm -hmm. add more uh, objects on screen, you're adding multiplayer. I think that's, it's not like going to be a, a drastic upgrade, yeah. but it's going to be like, like quality of life improvements could that like have that. been something you like patched into ksp1 i mean or would it not have been able to support that potential so ksp1 is at like they're at their roots they're essentially the same game one has more options than the other with ksp1 there's a lot of there's a lot of uh third-party mods that you can build into the game ksp2 right. is a newer updated physics engine it is yeah. a newer updated more of a 2023 visual style so while you still have the rockets and a rocket is a rocket it's going to look the same it's the resolution is sharper it's a crispier view and 
for the this newer Kerbal Space Program, they're trying Chris to add Beer. in KSP two. <laughs> they're adding in Kentucky recipe. I'm sorry, <laughs> Kentucky Fried Rockets, baby. But uh, they are they're KSP one was f- finite in the sense that it was a singular solar system. For the second Kerbal Space Program, the one that we're playing right now and talking about right now. They have plans to introduce interstellar travel, so potentially different solar systems, colonies, resource gathering, um, and development of little colonies on other planets. And then, you know, with it being sandbox, you can set that up however you want. So that part is exciting. That you don't really have in vanilla KSP-1. So, um, yeah. And obviously the, f- the first game was like a lower budget kind of experimental title and they gained a lot of fame it became a cult hit and now they're looking to build off of that into a kind of a platform as mm-hmm. opposed to just a game so mm-hmm. For it'll sure. be a process yeah all in all i'm i'm optimistic i'm excited i'm very thankful that i got to that that i got access to the early access uh, um title for for this so um happy for it just patiently and optimistically waiting for something to roll out for ksp2 right pat what about you i see that you've been addicted to something yes (laughs) (laughs) caffeine but you know we're not talking about that uh so yeah i feel very similar to where i was in 2022 when i was just completely obsessed with elden ring i'm getting that same feeling right now with octopath traveler 2 and it's it's all about like min maxing my party, getting the equipment. I'm researching the best builds. I'm you know experimenting with different like gear, equipment, and stuff to get the best stats. Uh, changing out my party members, getting secondary classes for the party members that like complement each other. There's secret jobs that you have to like find. I am like a good forty two hours into this game right now, and I am. I'm I'm getting close to beating the main story for the four main people on my roster, but there's also like, because as you know, Octopath Traveler two uh, is very much like Octopath Traveler one. Uh, there's eight different protagonists that each have their own kind of story, and uh, you kind of go through the chapters. There's a lot of leveling. It's kind of like a classic JRPG, two uh, D HD format. Looks beautiful. Music is great. Uh, voice acting is done really well as well. And it um, it basically, uh, you have a campaign for each of the people and you pick who you start with. There's no like set start point. So you pick your starting character and then you slowly gather everybody and then you learn their stories and then you kind of pick your party of four. So there's eight protagonists, but you pick four at a time uh, and then you can switch them out at any time to do the rest of the stories as you go. So some people just mainline you know one person story which is a little bit harder to do because you'd have to have like a bunch of grinding in between there uh but what i've kind of been doing is i've been kind of doing like focusing on my main four people which is uh oswald uh throne uh temenos and then uh uh so oswald is the scholar uh he's like the wizard uh, damage dealer um temenos is the uh cleric so he's like the healer uh throne is the thief she's kind of like a support so she'll like inflict bad effects on the enemies 
And then Ochette is kind of my other damage dealer. Um, she's the hunter class, and she has a bunch of animals that you can like tame and you kind of do different situations. So the way I play is I have Oswald focus on just the elemental attacks to do damage there, and Ochette focuses on the physical to do the damage there. And the if you're familiar with Octopath One, it's a very uh, a very measured upgrade. They have some quality of life improvements where for battles you can change the game speed to two so it goes by pretty quick it's kind of like pokemon with the random encounters in the overworld and stuff um so that's a quality of life improvement uh fast travel and stuff like that they've 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 refined that experience but they haven't drastically changed it which it doesn't need to be drastically changed in my opinion um and then they did uh change out some of the classes that were kind of OP in Octopath Traveler 1. Like, I was literally, like, one-shotting everybody by the end of that game. And in this one, I, I don't think there isn't as easy of a path to get to that level. Uh, so just kind of some balance updates and then adding all the new stories and stuff. But it is, like, I am so addicted to this, and I'm having so much fun. And it's literally the same feeling I was getting last year with Elden Ring. So I'm... I'm like, this is pretty much on the same level as Elden Ring. So, uh, 40 hours in, no, no thoughts of slowing down. Um, what, uh, is weird is like the new season of Halo has come out, but I have not put time into Halo because I've been so obsessed with Octopath Traveler, which is saying a lot because I'm such a big Halo fan, especially Halo Infinite. So, but I, I am going to dig into Halo Infinite, um, at some point here. Uh, but Octopath is just, Amazing. Uh, Chance, I'll throw it over to you because I know you've been playing Octopath as well. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go in too much in depth. Uh, we we already talked. We, we have a similar party. He copied me. No. Well, <laughs> t technically, I started first. Oh, so you copied him. I started with um, Oswald, though. You started with Ochet. Yeah, well, I played the demo. I don't, I don't think you had time to play the demo. <laughs> but I waited for the full game like a, a fan. I supported the devs. So yeah, I, have, I also have Ochet and um, Temenos, but I, I also use uh, um, Hikari, and he's kind of like the, kind of think of like uh, those League of Legends players out there, he's kind of like a Yasuo, kind of like a samurai swordsman, like honorable, and um, he's a kind of like a physical damage dealer, and he can kind of do like heavy single target damage if you really build him, and I really like him in that aspect. Um, and then the other... Um, uh, party member i picked up is agna um she's the dancer so she's like uh you know buffing and debuffing um and uh she has some elemental things and and similar to ochet but instead of like taming animals she tames people and you can summon them and they also have their own special abilities um so uh, i'm not nearly as far as pat is he's definitely overtaken me in hours in that game i'm only at like 10 hours um I'm still playing Hogwarts Legacy. I need to beat that game. I've been doing. Uh, I've been. I only played it for a couple more hours. I'm a couple more levels higher. Drums Rock. I'm playing the PSVR two, and Drums Rock has been my favorite game. Um, I've, I've also played more Pavlov, that which is like the um, kind of like the Counter Strike kind of Call of Duty, like six, Rainbow Six Siege, like uh, first person VR shooter. Um, it was pretty fun. And then um, Zach. Um, we'll talk more about this, but we've been playing Destiny Lightfall. I've been playing with him and uh, with Matt as well, and uh, we're we're it, it, it's fun. 
it's it's been fun playing that game. Um, Zach will give you more insight on that. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, that's what I've been playing, and um, I think we should go to Rick. What have you been playing? I've had a pretty heavy workload the past two weeks, so haven't been able to play much. But I was able to kind of come on top of our uh, uh, February achievement war, which I completely forgot about. <laughs> exactly. So it's more of a, a achievement cold war this year. Um, uh, but I, I got, did. I got attention. some achievements, didn't I? What was my? Did you, you did. You you. I think you were ended up with like six hundred, and I ended up with like fourteen hundred. So definitely mm. not as heated as before, but yeah. I still kept an eye on it, and that's why I put down God of War Ragnarok all throughout February. And I completely forgot about God of War Ragnarok until Link accidentally like ejected the disc from my PlayStation today, and I was <laughs> like, "Oh yeah, forgot about that." Um, so I'm probably gonna go back to that, but I did play some more Wanted Dead which all in all still a very fun game, a little difficult around the edges, especially if you don't really get the play style. Um, and every time I take like a week off of playing it, I kind of forget. But after a half hour, I kind of get right back into it. Um, and of course, it doesn't like save as you go. You have to kind of get to these special checkpoints that save and reload your ammo, your grenades and your health. So I had gotten past one that I got stuck at before and I was like, OK, hell yeah. And I was about to get to the next one. And then the game kind of just it did that thing where the game will freeze and it'll just go right back to the Xbox main menu. And I'm like, Q, that took me like 20 minutes. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> so now if I want to keep playing, I need to go back and redo that. So it doesn't have like an autosave? No, no, you have to get to certain checkpoints and then it'll save. That's annoying. Yeah, but I, I, I it does add to the uh, fun, I guess. But uh, Question mark? <laughs> Dipped a little bit into Hobbs Barrow. Um, I still need to get back to that. I'm actually planning uh, this month to really kind of get into my Switch, especially with all the Metroid games and a birthday coming up. I'm banking on getting uh, the Metroid Prime uh, remake or remaster. So I'll definitely get more into Hobbs Barrow once I get into that. Tried Peaky Blinders again for a little bit. Once again, a lot of fun, but I do need to bite into more of that. I believe I have the whole game now available to me. Yes. And that got actually released yesterday. So highly recommend um, Maze Theory, Peaky Blinders, uh, King's Ransom on Oculus Quest 2. Definitely try that out. A lot of fun. Um, I did beat Hi-Fi Rush. An amazing game. Lots of fun. Oh, my gosh. I that That's the one that. I just couldn't put down like I had so many games that I needed to play, but Hi-Fi Rush just kept calling me back. And honestly, it's it's definitely a yeah. breath of fresh air that we needed in this. Generation. When you have like such good sound design, such good art design melding with like great gameplay, it's just like phenomenal. Yep. And then at the end of each uh, like fight, you kind of get graded kind of mm -hmm. like what uh, Beautiful Joe and Devil May Cry. And you get rated on, I believe, the time that you got it done. The amount of hits and damage that you did and how many times you were able to stay on beat. How so many times you like died, it. I think, as well. Uh, yeah, eventually, like, I think if you had to die, like, it put your grade down at the end. But per fight, I don't think it really counted too much. But it'd always be like an S on time, an S on, like, attack and damage. And then I'd always get, like, a D. On the beat. And yeah. my, on my beat thing, I'm like, well... I'm white. Sorry. Um, <laughs> I'm not good at that because I just like button mash. And, but I'd, I'd kill it. 
and it was just a really, really fun game. Highly recommended. Everybody should play it. Um, Are there a lot more of those samurai like mini bosses? Because those yep. are the ones I had the toughest time with. Oh yeah. And there's a lot that you have to um basically dodge and parry. Mm-hmm. Those those I had a lot I had a, kind of a hard time with. Eventually I lowered down the difficulty because I had it was one night I was having super hard issues just with timing. Because mm-hmm. there'll be like quick time events that you have to do to like get past a certain point. So you're able to for like I don't say I cheated, but accessibility, you can just kind of instead of having it be like X, X, Y, B, A, it was just X, 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 X. I was like, okay, cool. I'll do it. I don't care. I just need to get past this point. Yeah. A little bit of shame in there, but. Like, I I do want to get back to it because I kind of put it on the back burner with Octopath and finishing Hogwarts and everything, which I regret, by the way, the more I look back on Hogwarts legacy, the more I dislike that game. Uh, <laughs> but I'm not here to rag on that game a little more than I have in the past, but uh, I definitely want to get back to it. I think I'm going to have a difficult time. Like, cause I was in a groove and then I stopped and then now I'm gonna have to restart and like get that muscle memory and stuff back. So. But it's it's an e- it's an easy and fun game to kind of get back into, mm. and it's just a fun time, so it's pretty forgiving. Yeah. All right. After I beat Hi-Fi Rush, I was like, okay, cool. Well, the Xbox is on. I don't feel like putting on my uh, Oculus, and my Switch was upstairs, and I was like, ah, okay, cool. Let's just go on to Diablo Two Resurrection, which I also talked about last week. Um, probably played a solid hour of that. That was a lot of fun. Of course, I had to get like my battle net all signed up and everything like that. It was kind of annoying, but still, once I got in the thick of it and back in the Diablo stance, it was it was a lot of fun. I haven't played a Diablo game since Diablo one back. Heck, probably over 20 years ago. Um, So, yeah, played a little bit Diablo two resurrection. And continuing on from my rereading of the Dark Tower series, I'm on the final book right now, so. Getting ready for that hopeful Mike Flanagan um, Netflix deal or Amazon, whatever. But yeah, other than that, trying to think if I played anything else. I played a couple of things just to solidify my achievement war uh, win. Uh, Secret Neighbor 2. That was supposed to be an easy achievement, but I missed a lot of that. Like, I don't know. It was like, oh, yeah, you can easily get past this cop. And it's like, no, you can't. I just threw it down. I was like, that's not really paying attention. Um, overcooking two overcooked, overcooked two. Played some of that, and honestly, I was like, "This is a really sweet game." If I had a friend, um, why don't you get Jordan to play? Oh, usually when I get home from work, she's asleep. So maybe some point get her to play, and you know, once Link gets big enough, we can play together too. So yeah, we were talking about uh Last of Us finale, and she's like, "I'm so sad it's ending." I'm like. Just watch Rick play Last of Us Part Two, <laughs> then you'll yeah. get the next season. <laughs> I'll, I'll replay it. I don't care. It's still loaded up on my PS4. Yeah, I'm um, waiting also, for the PC release of Last of Us Part One to really replay uh, that. Yeah, I, honestly, I, I might do that too. That seems like a good idea. Um, last but not least, uh, it's downloading. At least it was downloading when I started the podcast. Uh, Resident Evil 4 remake chainsaw demo mm. that came out today. So that's that's should be ready to go once I'm done with this. So 
let's keep rolling. All right. Uh, was it Zach? What have you been playing? Yeah. So, uh, the, the, the generic four COD, FIFA, Fortnite, Rocket League, whatever, Marvel snap chess, getting through those Hogwarts legacy. I was wondering when I was going to start fatiguing from playing this game, I'm officially at that point. I booted up and I'm sick of it. <laughs> I'm, I'm at that. I, I've y'all doubted trial. me. You told me I was too hard on this no, game. No, you were hard on it. From the, come it's not that the game is back because no, I'm always no, fucking right. No, I didn't say the game is bad. I disagree with your like take on the game. It being poor. I don't think it's bad. Wait till you it's get just, to the end of this story and you're just, like, oh, I'm fatigued. It, I mean, if the story ends up being shit, then yeah, I'm going to be upset about it. But it's just like, I'm just fatiguing now. But I did it to myself because I think if I if I would have just mainlined the story, I wouldn't have fatigued. You would have been doing be angry. Just wait till you get Trust to the end me. of the game, man. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not talking about the story. I'm talking about like my fatigue of like no, playing. The even game. I was still like, fatigued, and I mainlined the story. No, I know. What I'm saying is like I feel like if I like me personally, I feel like if I would have mainlined the story, I wouldn't have fatigued. But I feel like I have at this point, which it was just fine. That's me personally. It's my own personal issue with it because I have friends who are gonna play through it four fucking times as each house which i don't understand i didn't even want to do insane. that from the jump. that's i didn't insane. even want it that that's insane in and of itself um what i really want to talk about is destiny 2 lightfall it's got nothing to do with the game but i want to bitch about matt for like a good 10 minutes like he's so fucking bad bro <laughs> i was gonna I, I was planning on playing with him tonight actually oh my god and like so me him and chance are playing yesterday last night right it's late it's late. I'm at, we're all agitated because of how long this fucking mission is taking. We're on legendary mode. You can't just like gung ho like you would a normal destiny mode. But like if you're on like normal difficulty, you could do that. You could just be reckless and Leroy Jenkins. Very, very first part of the mission. First, first of all, actually, no, I take it back. Very, very first part of the mission. Oh, Matt's in the chat. Matt, I'm complaining about you right now. <laughs> the mission The mission starts. Chance and I are going to attack people. We've had plenty of time before the mission has started to do this. Matt's just in there fucking around with his guns and shit, trying to pick his class, right? And he catches up to me and Chance, and he just, like, dives in to, like, the flurry of, like, four, like, legendary enemies and dies instantly. Like dies almost instantly. I feel I feel that like long story short, Zach and I only died like 20 to 22 times and Matt died 47 to 50 times. And I had double his kills as well. Like he had like 130 kills total. I had like 270. You do kill steel, so that is I double the kills. I don't kill steel. We're all shooting at everything. Like that's absurd. It's like th there's there's hundreds of enemies we could be shooting at. Yeah. And the fact that I have double is mad. Like, in the chat, Matt's like Zach was lat last hitting. He does that all the time in Titanfall. So I do not. I There's no it. way, bro. Like pilots can die on two hemlock bursts. Titans, I steal kills on Titans. <laughs> you do this all the time. Y'all get them down low, and I'm going in to execute. But like that's on y'all, man. Learn how to finish. Like, but oh my god, like. It was just so frustrating. And then, like, every time anything happened, we complete a wave or whatever. Matt's, like, instantly changing his loot and shit. And we're, Chance and I are moving on to, like, complete the mission. Matt gets lost because he didn't follow well, us. Well, no, that's what you got to do. You need to upgrade in the middle of the mission if you get better loot. No, I understand. But, like, every time. And, like, 
but then he would get mad at us. Like, we just want to go and finish this. He We're has agitated. light power than we did. He was so like 1,700 like, light. Zach, we, I was like you guys are playing tonight to like improve your get your play quality together. Like, I no, I said last night I don't want to play with him anymore. I'm like so fucking fed up. <laughs> it was it was the most it was one of the most unenjoyable experiences I've ever had playing a video game. I was getting like visibly agitated playing this game with him, and he's just sitting there and he just like like at one point he like. We're, we're trying to escape at the end of the mission, right? We just have to like get on our, our uh, sparrows and just like literally just, like you're on a time limit. You just need to escape, right? Matt falls into a hole and dies. The respawning is still restricted here and we have a time limit. So Matt falls in a hole and dies. I go all the way back, pick him up, start driving away. He falls in the hole again. And we have, we have a finite number of revives on legendary mode. <laughs> He's just, he just started, he's like, I died again. I'm like, what well, do you mean? If like, we would have streamed this, shooting at us there. If we would have streamed this, it would have been a full two to three hours of one mission. It, 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 exactly. It took us uh, that much time like to do one mission. It sounds like some quality laughs. Oh, I was so pissed. I was getting <laughs> so angry. Like, it got, like, like, have you ever been, like, so mad you just, like, start laughing? I was, like, at that stage. I couldn't... I couldn't contain my rage towards him anymore. <laughs> He's like, Matt's just like, I'm tired. I'm like, I'm tired too. I'm tired of your shit. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like, yeah. Like, like you know when uh, when we were playing Siege and Matt, he put in the chat, Matt was like, Zach, they're killing me. That's what I felt like. But I was like, Matt, you're killing me. You are killing me. And then he would get mad at us. Like he has a grenade launcher weapon. We're jumping around, not trying to get shot. So we're moving all over the place. And he would just be standing stationary. We'll jump in front of him. He'll shoot the grenade launcher and kill himself like with his own grenade launcher. <laughs> and then get mad at us for being in the way. I'm like, you're not moving. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I got that off my chest. But anyway, we're streaming on Twitch every tuesday or wednesday or whatever so if you want to watch us or be absolutely fucking miserable feel free to join us um it is we'll every probably, tuesday for sure we'll we'll stream more destiny i'm sure because we have to get through this if you want to watch zach become the joker make sure you follow us on twitch.tv slash <laughs> i was questioning my own sanity that must be what the joker feels like okay uh delays and new dates before we get into not so news 2.0 uh, so Suicide Squad delayed? Question mark. Uh, so there's a tweet from Jason Trier uh, that suggested that it is, but it's still coming in 2023. Uh, seems to be from the negative reaction from the state of play. Pat put in parentheticals here that bullying works. I just want to say, Tugpod <laughs> cares. Don't be a bully. We are anti-bully here. Tugpod cares. If you just complain enough I think, online, I think you can Sonic say that it's teeth. a reaction to reasonable criticism. I don't, you should not advocate for people to go bully other people. I'm not saying, I'm just person, saying it worked. Unless that person's name is Matt and he recently played Destiny with you. Otherwise, don't go bully <laughs> So you're going to get out? Can we all bully Matt? What happens if he follows through on his jokes? <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I love Matt so much, except for when we're playing Destiny together. <laughs> <laughs> then I hate him beyond belief. Oh my God. What's the news? What's the news? Not slow news. So not slow news 2.0. So for those of you who don't know, 
and or and or are new to the pod uh this is where we discuss the last few weeks of video games video game news it's not super fast but it's not slow either so uh we're gonna start with the nintendo switch 2 rumors um so rumors have begun oh jarvis just ran up uh rumors have begun to heat up again of the nintendo switch 2.0 coming maybe this year or at the very least the near future um again these are just rumors there's nothing concrete but we're just going to go through what various redditors and bloggers and other such people have been uh talking about so based on all of those things uh here's what we think uh, we know about the switch 2.0 so far based on perusing those various internet forums we'll start with the big one that i saw again not confirmed but there was a suggestion that the switch 2.0 may not be backwards compatible this rumor is from youtuber modern vintage gamer and he's claimed That's- Nintendo would be absolutely insane not to capitalize I let, on I, the. I will let the, you guys discuss that. I think that's insane. But I will yeah, there's, there's, I can guarantee you right now that it will be backwards compatible because they have such a huge install base that they don't want to alienate. And Nintendo is probably the one that was like the one of the big three that was most for backwards compatibility. Just think of like the GameCube games working on Switch and all of that stuff. So, GameCube games working on Wii. Wii is um, that, yeah. Although the mm-hmm. 3DS the, being able to play DS games. The or Wii U being able to play all the Wii games and stuff. So Yeah, honestly, they're, they're, I, they're backwards compatible, like pro. It's not like Sony. Yeah, so it's, it's definitely going to be backwards compatible. Um, I just don't know how much uh how much of a performance upgrade we're going to get because it's going to be backwards compatible but nintendo's mo has never been to focus on performance uh zach put in here uh there are rumors that uh it would be the second half of 2023 uh but by some miracle if they decide to drop it alongside king uh, tears of the kingdom in may i don't think it'll be that soon i feel like we would have had to hear about it at this point in March, if it's coming out in May, so yeah, and that's um, just what people were like potentially like, hey, could they shadow drop it? Most people were like, absolutely not, that would just not happen. Um, but that's why people were suggesting if they were the only time they would see it be conceivable would be like a shadow drop. But why would you do that? Like, why would you shadow drop a console? It doesn't make any sense. I mean, if anyone can do it, it's Nintendo. I mean, I guess so. Yeah, you're right. You're, you're right. I mean, they, they could do whatever the fuck they want, to be totally honest. Uh, um, thing, um, so, or unless you guys wanted to talk about whatever else with that. You no, know, we can talk about pricing. Um, so, 349 yeah, so, for the Switch SwoLED right now. Yeah, so people were saying that Switch 2.0 could sit around that price point if it does make use of, of an OLED display as standard. Um, I if think they'd go like, 400 with. You know, the way the economy is going, the supply shortage, they're getting better parts. I think it's going to be 400. I could see it potentially going above that. But if you are coming in with a because as we know, the switch came out after the Xbox one and the PS4, and it's not even as powerful as those systems. So it's already underpowered and it's been seven years since then. So if they release a $500 console, that's not as powerful as the Xbox One and the PS5, then people are going to be like, what the fuck are you doing? Uh, that's going to be a very hard sell. But if they come in at 400 uh, with a in-between power level console, 
uh, I think that's a much easier pill to swallow for like the average consumer who's like, oh, I don't want to get the PS5, but here's the new Nintendo Switch Pro or Switch Super Switch is what I think they should call it. But who knows what Nintendo anymore? And they'll call it the Switch U. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> It's the Super Switch. It'd be terrible. I, I like Super Switch. I like Switch 2. Um, yeah, 3D Switch. Switch. 3D Switch. It'd be 3DS. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's kind of dive into the specs. Uh, some of uh, some Redditors were talking about <clears throat> that we could expect to see Nintendo stick with a system on a chip from NVIDIA. Uh, they were also kind of hoping... I mean, just generally, that the CPU and GPU power would be capable of delivering that next-gen gaming experience. Next-gen as in... <laughs> Current-gen. <laughs> next-gen as in maybe last-gen, I think is closer. Like, I don't think you're going to get a current-gen experience. I don't think you're going to get God of War-level graphics on the Switch sequel. Right. I guess, like, the hope is, like, or do we ever, like, can we feasibly think of a time where we could, or a moment where we could play like almost any level of game on a switch. Like we've talked about games like this, which just run like, terribly on a switch. You can, I, I think it is possible. Just like, look at the steam deck. It ha it has to be something that has to be heavily optimized to run on that hardware, um, which Nintendo does already. They get a lot out of the lower part, lowered powered consoles. Like their art style meshes so well with their hardware, probably more so than any other major hardware manufacturer like Xbox or PlayStation. Uh, the thing is, you have to also think about battery life. Uh, if you, you can get the most, you know, the best looking 4K graphics on a handheld, but if it only runs for an hour before it shuts down, you have to recharge. That's a huge drawback. So they have to find a good balance with that. Even with the Switch, what running uh, Breath of the Wild, it, it was maybe three hours, like two and a half hours maybe. So... I think if they want to keep that level of battery life, uh, they're going to have to make some compromises in terms of how powerful this can actually be. Uh, and that's where this next rumor comes in with the potential coprocessor or like an offloaded GPU on the dock uh, that when you dock it, it can access more uh, like the switch does already. You can, it can access more power. Uh, it doesn't really make any huge difference in terms of how a game looks docked versus uh handheld but it is theoretically possible for them to add more gpu power in the dock and then now when you're playing it handheld it looks like the normal switch but then you put it docked it looks like closer to a ps5 or an xbox series x um yeah the problem with that though i think is that <laughs> now you have the development teams trying to optimize two different versions of the game which we've seen a lot of developers do in the current day like you get the performance mode you get the the quality mode and stuff like that um but you don't see that on the nintendo um on the switch you haven't seen that in any nintendo hardware so i don't know how willing they are to go that route what are your guys thoughts i would hope so i mean i don't know if it would be necessarily likely but I would love for that to be a thing. I, I'm just not, <clears throat> I don't want to be optimistic about it because then I'll be let down. <laughs> so just like, I don't think you're going to get a 4K handheld, is what I'm saying. Well, yeah, I don't anticipate that either. But I think the dock would be cool. Like, give me an offloaded 
like GPU onto the dock and have my, I mean, I guess it depends on how you play. I played most of my time on the switch with it on the dock. So that would be awesome for me, but so like maybe the, when it came out, I was like that, but now I'm like exclusively handheld. The OLEDs dock supports 4K. Mm, it supports 4K, but it does not output 4K. You're not playing any 4K, 4K games. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Why would they do that? I think something happened to where like maybe they were working on the new Switch and then they like dropped it and decided to re- release it later. But like, why the, release the supporting a dock that support 4K and then the supporting the 4K just means you have the necessary bandwidth to have it support 4k so i don't know if this would work or not but maybe they have some proprietary stuff in there but theoretically you could put your phone in the dock because it's just a USB-C. well maybe not your phone because you have an iphone but if you you can put a USB-C android into that dock and if that's outputting 4k it can still get 4k to your tv obviously the switch is nowhere near powerful the switch is a 720p uh handheld screen and then you get 1080p max when you're when you I'm put just it saying why dock. like have it support 4k if you're not having to deal with it at all I mean, I mean the parts it, support it would it be cheaper just to have it support 1080 probably not I mean they have the parts left over they're buying in bulk the parts minimum support that already so I don't think that's something doesn't add up it's kind of fishy that's all I'm going to say I mean, if you don't understand, <laughs> I don't think anything. Made, yeah, but yeah. You don't get it. <laughs> what do you? I get it. What are you talking about? I just thought something's a little weird. Something doesn't just two and two don't don't. Yeah, like in the chat here, Matt's like that's like saying my HDMI supports 4K. It does, <laughs> but you need the device to be capable of outputting 4K, which the Switch cannot do. I don't think the Switch Two or the Super Switch will do either. It would be incredible if they somehow pull that out, though. Like, it's gonna be 8K, but... the first 8K handheld. Hmm. We're we're grasping the straws to conceive of it at 4K. Be... He's like 8K. Let's go for it. You'll be lucky to get a 1080p screen handheld, <laughs> and you guys what are like 8K. Like, I'm say you guys. Just PlayStation him. says they do 8K. They have one game that might be output properly. They they can put that on the box. That's just marketing speak, mm-hmm. and that's like if you can play a YouTube video in 8K, it supports the bandwidth to output 8K. But I don't think there's any games that run natively at 8K on any of the current gen consoles. One day, maybe he's just saying that because he bought an 8K TV and he has I nothing have, to do with I, it. You know, why would you do that? <laughs> because it's huge. Oh my god, ignorance! <laughs> absolutely um, massive. Uh, oh god uh outside of the oled panel being standard hopefully that just is a thing that they do especially with the swirl led being a thing you would think okay switch 2.0 we can make the oled the oled excuse me uh panel a standard uh, the last spec that people were uh speculating about was the boost refresh rates uh from 60 hertz to 120 hertz um again now you're looking at battery life consumption so yeah Instead of this, I'd rather them have the option like the Steam Deck to limit frame rate. So to save battery life, let me play at 40 FPS on handheld instead of 60. Uh, I wouldn't want to do that for every game, but for like Octopath, fuck yeah. That's that's not like a reaction-based thing. You're doing uh, turn-based combat. You can do the same with uh, Pokemon and stuff like that and still save on battery life. So 
I hope they learn some lessons from the positive reactions of the uh, uh, the Steam Deck and encompass that into their next handheld that way. Instead of going for 120, I'd rather them give us the, more options like that. Um, any final thoughts on the Switch rumors before we move on to Starfield? I just want to know how long after it's released we get a new Pokemon game. <clears throat> Immediately. <laughs> It'll <laughs> launch with yeah. it. <clears throat> You've been getting new Pokemon games every year, sometimes two a year. <laughs> so mm-hmm. I don't expect that to slow down. Uh, how many of us are going to, no matter what the specs, no matter what the thing is, how many of us are going to get it launch day? I mean, I have all the new consoles. Might as well get the Switch. Get a PC. If it's if it's somehow not backwards compatible, I won't get it. Well, that I'll just watch. means you have to have your old console and a new one. Yeah, yeah. Keep your Switch and your. <clears throat> that would just you. piss. That would just your be annoying because I'd be I'd be sitting there and I'd be like, "You could have just been backwards compatible." <laughs> like I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> um, just anyway. make one yourself. Oh yeah, I know how to do that. What kind of do nonsensical think- statement is that? <laughs> make it myself I mean, I'm you know will the new dock be forward compatible hard, make it happen make it a reality did you ask if the new dock would be forwards compatible <laughs> i mean well, if it's just a usb dock then or yeah, USB-C I mean, can you, dock, like, then. like like all right maybe i'm saying it wrong can you take the are you talking about the current switch? dock are you saying the can current you, dock would it be the new dock can you take the old switch and do you think you'll be able to pop it in and it'll work just fine why would you need to do that? Do you not have the old dock with the old switch? I, mean, I don't know. Shit happens. I mean, like, hey, guys, guys you, let's move forward from docking. We don't need to be talking about docking all night. <laughs> I was thinking it, and then you said it. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> of docking, you can dock ships in Starfield. <laughs> <laughs> and Starfield now has a release date. Thank you, Rick, for the beautiful segue. <laughs> Uh, we got an official launch trailer uh, back on the 8th. So if you're listening to this right now, two days ago, if you're listening to this when it releases on Monday, like four days ago or whatever the math is. Um, so yeah, we got a, an official launch trailer. The game will be coming out, barring any delays, September 6th, 2023. Uh, so There's no way they delay again. I bet Zach's firstborn child. What the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> Your best game comes out style. September sixth. <laughs> if it if it well, if it doesn't come out, like, well, what do I have okay, to do for my yeah. future first one child? I'm if it does come out September, if it gets delayed again, then what would you want? But if it doesn't get delayed, I get to name your firstborn child. But I don't want it to be delayed. I know, but, but you I want Pat to name your firstborn child. Absolutely not. There's no chance. There is no chance in hell that Pat will have anything to do probably with any, any of my children at any time, especially during developmental stages, he's the demon. (laughs) He will, he will teach them all sorts of things that should not be taught to children. Like evil things. Like I will not restraining order against him. He's going to come over and he's going to put on like a Sauron esque facade. Come look at your uncle Pat. I am nothing but a (laughs) gift giver, but really he's just there to destroy you. Pat yes, has deceived. You will go to Michigan. <laughs> oh, I mean, I mean, let, let's be clear. If my if my kid is if if my kid is smart enough to go to Michigan, they're smart enough to not be at Michigan. So, like, um, like, I I don't no. I will. I refuse to let that happen. They can pay for their own damn school if they want to go to Michigan. <laughs> anyway, um, somehow anyway. we got 
away you, from docking of ships. Anyway, uh, in addition to the uh, launch date, the release date that we got, we also uh, got the date for the Starfield Direct. We knew that was going to be coming. They talked about having Starfield's own sort of like Direct happening. Direct, yeah. Um. So that's going to happen on June 11th, 2023. Uh, so hopefully that we'll- will be directly after the Xbox Showcase which has ha- also happened. So they're like E3, but not E3 because they're not going to be officially part of E3, but they're still doing stuff around E3. Uh, that'll be June 11th, uh, like right before that, uh, which I like because I wouldn't want like 20 minutes of their showcase to be devoted to Starfield, a game that we've already seen multiple times, a game that is coming out you know, already. The marketing is already... Uh, underway for that so i'm glad they're doing their own thing they can kind of be like oh if you're interested in starfield stay tuned but on the showcase we're just focusing on new stuff which i think is a good way to go sorry i was reading the chat and pat or uh, matt said something about putting blood over the doors and i don't know i was Asking. i don't know what he's yeah um anyway uh so technically this is a delay so they said all games in the summer showcase last year would be coming out in the next 12 months. Uh, it's just Guess not what? Okay. Somebody at Microsoft doesn't know what 12 months is because it's not <laughs> fucking September. <laughs> God damn. Say that with your chest, Pat. How angry are you? Right <laughs> oh, I was lied to. <laughs> Speaking of lies, Lies of Pi is August 2023. Uh, so that is already uh, slipped up as well as uh, do we think lies other of <laughs> lies of P lies of P um, do we think other games will slip do we think Forza will slip Silk Song will almost certainly slip that game is not coming out this year I mean <laughs> it will I not come it out this year <laughs> like I hope it doesn't too like at this point um, Stalker 2 I could see soccer, Stalker 2 slip yeah i mean just because of what's going on in ukraine still so it's just yeah, like those developers were literally on the front line so yeah and I it wouldn't be like and it wouldn't be like why the fuck is it slipping it'd be like this is completely understandable yeah we um, understand so and then arc 2 could see that slipping i don't think forza will slip i think of all the games on there i think forza is the only one i wouldn't anticipate slipping the rest of them i think will yeah, Forza, it, I would have agreed with you, but during their like uh, January Developer Direct where they talked about Forza, they didn't even put a, a, a window on it. They just said 2023. So are we getting that before June? We could, but now I'm thinking it's it might be like July or August or something. Um, we have Redfall in May, so that that's definitely making, unless there's another delay, which would be terrible for that game but uh that is definitely coming out before that that 12 month window and then uh we now know starfield is coming so they basically have if we're talking about just game pass they released hi-fi rush in january in february they had uh like monster hunter rise and a couple of other like smaller titles on game pass march they had wolong uh in april uh February they had uh, Atomic Heart Uh, and then April I think they have a couple of other things but they have like one game a month so far Uh, I think with Starfield getting pushed we don't know what the back half of the the year is going to be in terms of Xbox's slate but I think they do need even with 
Starfield in September. I think they need something in November, like a big hitter. Uh, is that Hellblade 2? What do you guys think? Please, please be Hellblade 2. I beg, be Hellblade 2. <laughs> Hellblade 2, it could also be Avowed. Um, could be Fable. It could be, yeah. I don't know. They just did release Forza Horizon 5 2021, right? So I mean, it's been a couple of years. I would be disappointed if their big hitter is just another Forza Horizon. No, it's, it's, not like be, the... it's not going to be Horizon because we have Forza this year. I'm saying the people who are doing Forza Horizon oh. uh, are doing Fable. So the, oh, the so people you're that did is, Forza Horizon yeah, 5 yeah, yeah, yeah. are doing Fable. So okay. it's been two yeah. years since that launched or would, will be two um, years since that launched. So. Is that a reasonable time for Fable? I mean, they, I'm sure they have multiple teams, so they've probably been working on it the entire time, but that's a brand new you know, game for them that they've never done before. So it might, I anticipate that taking a little bit longer. I'm not going to say anything else because everything else I'm going to say, I'm going to add to my predictions. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> fair uh, enough. Last thing here. Do you guys think Starfield will be as buggy as a typical Bethesda open world game is at launch because of this delay? Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. part of their arm. I'm I'm it's, optimistic it won't be. And I think that's mostly the influence of Microsoft giving them the extra resources and actually delaying it because if it was just Bethesda, they would have needed to release something last year or like last fiscal year to basically to, like, you know, show their investors that they're still on track and stuff like that. So I think Starfield wouldn't have been delayed and it still would have released 11.11. I think it's Microsoft who's like, what the fuck are you guys doing? We're not releasing this buggy game. We're delaying it. And then now it's coming out in September. So they have like another 10, 11 months to polish. Then they, I they see your point. Because Skyrim has been out for almost a decade, um, ported and remastered and what have you, but it's still like, there's still a lot of bugs. Mm-hmm. A lot of spiders. I'm too. Like, yeah, I'm assuming Xbox was just like, okay, cool. Let's just pound these out, delay it a bit, get it done. So I don't think it'll be as buggy. I'm sure there's going to be some, but not littered. Yeah. I'm excited for the new engine and like updated the actual systems and stuff like that. And just the space aesthetic, I think, is is really cool. So I'm I'm pretty excited for Starfield overall. Um, moving on from Starfield, we got, so we kind of like clump these two together. We got to look at, a, at the Final Fantasy 16 preview and there was a Capcom spotlight that happened. Uh, so let's talk about Final Fantasy 16 first. This is not my realm. I've never played a Final Fantasy game. I will merely introduce this. Trust those of you who are more inclined in the Final Fantasy world to be the driving force of this. But we did get a hands-on preview of Final Fantasy 16. Uh, this is a playable demo-ish thing this was tailored towards media outlets was kind of like the objective of this uh so the preview showed three boss battles one that was against two of like the colossal titan bosses whatever the hell they're icons icons yeah that's the word and then uh one against another human who is a spy named uh benedicta and 
it showcased real-time combat as opposed to turn-based, which I guess was more indicative of Final Fantasy. Um, and it showed yeah. players also like storming a garrison, doing all this other stuff. Want to hear your guys' initial thoughts? It looked cool. Art style looked great. Graphics looked great. It looked very much like a completed, like finished product. Uh, they did talk to the uh, creative director on the game, and he said the biggest influences have been in terms of combat, Devil May Cry. So it's going to be more fast paced. It's going to be more like uh, you actually making decisions in real time as opposed to like the old where you're like controlling party members and stuff like that. I don't think it'll be like that, like uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake was. You're controlling your character. Uh, you have party members, but it's kind of like the AI is controlling them and you're only focused on your combos and getting your attacks and everything uh, to like multiply and like do more damage and stuff like that so what do you guys think of that i am that gets me more interested in final fantasy than because i played 15 for a little bit but that was not my cup of tea honestly the seven remake like mm -hmm. yeah you kind of went into battle stance and like you it was more free range battle so i'm excited to see how they go about that um they've done it well before let's see if they can keep it up and yeah, if they lose this, the actual like style, the turn-based style, then I'm excited about the story, more or less. Yeah, the story seems very heavily influenced by Game of Thrones, um, with like these different like political nations like coming together, and there's this threat of these people turning into these icons, and they're like, are they weapons? Are they can they be in control of their power and stuff like that? So. Uh, I think it'll be interesting. I'm just not really gelling with the names that they've given these characters. Like the protagonist is Clive. Uh, Clive. And then one of the kids was Joshua or whatever. So it just sounds very weird. Like Joshua. <laughs> they got him. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's, that's where I'm a little hesitant, but uh, chance, this is the most of the creative people behind uh final fantasy 14 um yeah. recently are you excited well you that? fight these um elemental like shit what are they called? call them icons you, yeah you fight them like i mean obviously they show up in the games you summon them and stuff like prior to final fantasy 14 but like ifrit and uh like odin and i don't know all those other guys Shiva, like you... bahamut yes and like you fight them in Final Fantasy fourteen, and um, I mean this game looks beautiful first of all, and it's kind of like you run around and you can like dodge and I mean it almost kind of seems almost kind of like not I me mean, not really like kind of Dark Soulsy kind of thing. I mean not really in a sense. I mean there's like numbers and stuff when you hit, so you can actually see like how much damage you're doing and I will um, immediately turn those off. And the boss will have patterns. And I was watching some of the gameplay. And, I mean it looks great and. Um, I'm excited. I'm excited to play this. This is one of the this is one of the games I am really excited to play on my PlayStation 5, which is right here. PlayStation 5. Did he sound like he was tearing up when he said that? Yeah, great product <laughs> placement. Like Sorry. Oh god. <laughs> um yeah, I mean, I'm I'm excited for this. I played a little bit of Final Fantasy 15 when it was on Game Pass. Didn't really get into it. I played on uh, Rick's recommendation, played Final Fantasy VII Remake, 
again, did not really get into it. I got to like the motorcycle part and then I just kind of fell off. Um, but this one looks like I might get the furthest into it. Will I beat it? Who knows? Uh, but I will try it. Michael, any, uh, any thoughts there? Looks good. Brilliant insight from <laughs> No, I, thank uh, you for furthering that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, no, I was actually while you guys were talking about it, I was just starting to watch the uh, like the demo and the preview that they they released. And I mean, it, it visually, like aesthetically, it looks really nice. And like that, I, I don't know. I said it earlier. I just built this new computer, so I'm really excited to see like visually what games will end up looking like. So it's got okay, me well, all excited about that. The problem with that is they did say that a PC version is not out of the realm of possibility, but they are not working on it now. Well, they probably won't release it at least for six months until they like work on I it. I changed stuff. my statement to not good. Um, <laughs> it looks not good on the PS5, though. He has a PlayStation like the, 5 and yeah. an AK TV. I think it'll yeah, be you fine. have a PS5 and an AK TV. Stop, stop being fucking <laughs> greedy here. Like, Hey, I, I have a 4090, which is more powerful than his, by the way. Nominally. Uh, nominally. Not nominally, like by a large margin, like 30%. But anyway, uh, so I, I will be I will be excited to uh, maybe should I wait for this on PC? No, probably not. I'll just you should since it. since your PC performs more than nominally better than Michael. Yes. Let's see. <laughs> so just out of spite, frame rate. spite, just wait until it comes out on PC. <laughs> anyway, any other um, thoughts on Final Fantasy there? Uh, no, I'm excited. excited. Yep. It's going to be the game of the year. It won't be. Moving on. Uh, actually, could be. Who knows? Uh, Capcom Spotlight happened, and we're just going to kind of go over some of these. There, there isn't too much to talk about, um, but the Resident Evil 4 remake, as Rick mentioned, uh, that demo is out now. Uh, there was there's also talk of an upcoming CGI animated film called Resident Evil Death Island, and that got a new trailer. I didn't even know this was a thing. Apparently it has been. I had no idea. Oh, was, Capcom is milking the hell out of Resident Evil and rightfully so. Like that is their biggest IP. So. Oh, well, yeah, I just didn't know that there was a film coming out. Um, Rick, did you want to, I know you had already kind of talked about it a little bit, but did you want to say anything more regarding Resident Evil 4 demo? Well, he's downloading um, it. I would like, yeah, oh, you're it's, downloading it's probably it. already uh, ready to play, so let's keep going, guys. Let's, cool. let's roll. You got I want, it. Moving I on, play really quick. Do we even care about what else happened in the Capcom spotlight? Because this is more for um, Rick now. I, if we don't care, we'll move on. No, nah, I'm pretty good. Yeah. Okay, cool. So Primal is getting an open beta, and it will be day one on Game Pass, so I will at least boot it up. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll give a shout out to Hikaru Takahashi, who has announced as Street Fighter Six's final commentator. I don't know who that is, but congratulations. And this is where I think Michael will leave us. Oh wow, we're yes, kicking him out. I am dipping out because I have no predictions other than Star Citizen releasing finally. After- That'll never happen. <laughs> you lost your money. All right, get out. <laughs> all right, uh, see ya. Take care, guys. Good luck. All right, so predictions. We kind of uh, dropped the ball and didn't do these beginning of the year, uh, but not much has really happened, so we're going to do them now. Um, yeah. Same as always, we'll we'll go, you know, round robin or whatever. Uh, you can make your prediction. You'll get one point if that ends up being correct. These are for the entirety of 2023, by the way. And uh, 
if somebody so if you get get it wrong you're not going to lose any points or anything like that unless somebody counterpicks it uh or no challenges it what is the challenges it is what someone challenges it yeah yeah so somebody challenges it then uh now you could possibly get negative so if, if it ends up being wrong and it was challenged you get negative points for how whatever the challenge was if you are still right and it was challenged the person who challenged it will get points at the end and uh mm-hmm. we're gonna do predictions for e3 because e3 is coming back we're gonna do predictions right before game awards uh for this year so at the end we will tally everything up and the winner will be gaming nostradamus for 2023 just a yeah. reminder for everybody listening, I am gaming in Nostradamus for 2022 because I, I had the highest pointed. Mm-hmm. Of when I think of you, I think of like the picture of like Obama giving himself an uh, an award. <laughs> well, that's one more award than you have. So, wow. Ooh. Who wants to go first? I think Pat, since you're Nostradamus, you get to go first. All right, sounds good. <clears throat> so, I think. We will get a teaser for the Ghost of Tsushima sequel at a PlayStation showcase this summer. I'm not saying gameplay. I'm not saying release date. I'm saying we will get a teaser. So we'll get. Does this count as an announcement or just like any sort of like Ghost of Tsushima stuff? Yeah, we'll have something. It won't just be like a a tweet or something like that. It'll be like a a CG something or another. It could just be a logo. It could be like, what's the guy's name? The protagonist's name looking at you all like oh god i can't remember (laughs) vengefully i don't know what you call that his Uh, name began with a j jin jin i never played it jin sakai was it jin Jin sakai Sakai. jin sakai yeah um so i think you'll get something for that i think that did well for them i think uh sony has kind of built their reputation on quality single player experiences and that's going to be something that they fast track just like horizon so i think it's it's time for them to to announce that at least well that's disappointing that you say that that as your first prediction because you've already taken off one of my predictions it's a good well, thing i had extra sequel teaser during playstation showcase this summer is what my during, prediction is during PlayStation Ooh, cool beans Showcase this summer okay cool uh pat you can select who goes next. Rick. All right. Um, first prediction. I'm going to say, I'm going to do it. Hellblade 2023 holiday. Nice. I'm fucked now. You just screwed me over. You know that? You just jinxed me. <laughs> I assume you wasn't released. even written down on my list. Oh, you went out of the blue oh, then yeah. with this. You just said that on a whim. That's because he has he has Hellblade on his fantasy critic, and he's like, "You jinxed me." Now it's not going to come out this year, and he's not going to get the points. Somebody counterpick it. <laughs> I want it to happen, so I'm not going to counterpick that. I'm not going to, um, and I'm not going to challenge Rick either. Well, chance, give us your first Mine? prediction. Well, since it's Mario Day, I thought I'd start with a Mario prediction. Um, And I predict that the Mario movie will make over $1.5 billion by the end of the year. Worldwide, obviously. Is that good? 
You guys aren't saying anything. I mean, it's I think a weird happened. thing. <laughs> huh? Did Avatar make over 1.5 billion? 1.5 million. I think breaking into the top 10 grossing, I think is like a little over 1.6 billion is breaking into the top 10. Avatar made like which one? The second one? Yeah. Yeah, the didn't it break the record like, again? Uh, 2 like or 2 billion, like 2. Point something billion. With all the 3 I, I don't like that it's starting the 3D trend again. Like so many showings like i bought tickets for mario today and so many showings were in 3d and i'm like this this we we lived through this those were dark times let's not do this again those were awful times ticket sales make that 1.5 billion the highest grossing video game adaptation movie uh zach what is your first prediction um my first prediction um we'll keep it in the theme of it being mario as it being mario day uh, that we will get an announcement of um, Super Mario Odyssey 2 at some point this year. Not to come out this year, but we will get an announcement of it. Or do I want it to come out this year? No. I kind of picked that so bad. Just an announcement. Just an announcement of Odyssey 2. See, I don't know if they'd do Odyssey 2. I think they would go with something. Or a sequel of Super Mario Odyssey just may not be called Odyssey 2, but like the sequel to that game. Tears okay, of well, the Odyssey. Now, if they make like a sunshine based, like a, a different game where it's like completely different than Odyssey, he does not yeah. get the points for that. Right. Yeah. This is like something okay. directly like from Odyssey. The like, same gameplay mechanics as Odyssey with throwing the hat and all that stuff. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Okay. Oh, I would like to challenge that. Okay. All right. Rick gets our first challenge of the night. Or Zach gets our first challenge of the night by Rick. Get challenged. Uh, you're challenged so Rick, now. Uh, so Rick is Zach. Rick, you're challenging. They're just the, the announcement won't happen. Yeah, the whole yeah. thing. Because fuck you, Zach. Okay. Oh, wow. <laughs> that was unexpected. That level of animosity <laughs> towards me from Rick. No. no. Rewind so since... the last time we did predictions. You were. A oh. Oh, I challenged several of your things, didn't I? Yeah. So boom. And now we're doing round robin. So. Exactly. We're doing a snake. Okay. Yeah. So challenge. Who can gurgle the longest is what Chance says in the chat. <laughs> or what Matt says in the chat. Uh, not Zach. Zach, I like your hat listening. better. Your hat's better than Pat's. Thank How you. dare you? It's like legit, bro. Like this built, like it's like, this thing is awesome. St. Patrick's Day is going to be mad. <laughs> Things a candle holder. <laughs> <laughs> it looked very much like a tiny crown. Yeah, I know. Um, my second announcement, or announcement, excuse me, my second <laughs> announcing stuff, guys. My <laughs> second announcement. Um, my second uh, prediction. Matt in the chat says Ellis for loser. I concur. Ellis for Luigi, or the L's you were taking last night when you kept fucking dying while we were playing Destiny. Um, get over my it, second, Zach. My second <laughs> prediction uh, we will get a cinematic trailer for Control 2. Ooh, Control 2. I'm going to challenge that because Alan Wake 2 is coming out this year. So That's fine. We'll still get something for Control 2. No, I'll challenge it first. No, now an Easter egg in Alan Wake 2 does not count. It absolutely counts. No, no. A cinematic trailer is what you're talking about. That does not mean her mentioning or uh, Alan Wake mentioning uh, the Federal Bureau of Control. All right. 
Okay. So next up would be Chance. Yes. I'm going to stick because I'm a true Mario fan. What the fuck is this? Is this like a piece of string? (laughs) (laughs) I'll I'll take that off later. Um, I predict that around E3 time when Nintendo has their have their E3, um. What the hell do they call them? Their E3 uh, Direct, but it's Nintendo not E3. Direct. Um, they already they announced that they're not going to be at E3. So. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 4 for 2024. I'm going to challenge that. So you're, challenge, or so you're saying it, it's going to come out 2024? Yeah, they're well, going to yeah, announce it for I don't... Why would you challenge, challenge that? Because it's not their best-selling uh, it is no, franchise. It's like their best-selling game. No, it's it's thirteen it's like million. 11, 11 million copies. It's I think it sold thirteen million, which is better than a lot of games, but that's still pretty low for their uh, franchises. All right, Pat, what are you yeah, particularly? This is all about the money. I'm challenging the uh, Luigi's Mansion Four. I don't think that'll be okay. Just straight up, there will not be an announcement. Yeah. And then now it's Rick. Ah, oh, man. Do I want to go for the realistic one or the funny one? Um, Combine them. All right. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Quarter 2, 2024. That's very accurate. I don't think it'll be this Quarter 2, 2024. Yeah, I don't know enough about this to challenge or otherwise. Well, right now, oh, we got, we got... the date right now is winter 2023. And technically winter goes from December to February or is it March? March, when yeah. Spring March, March, start? March 21st is the solstice. OK, so, yeah, that's all winter. So most of winter 2023 is in 2024. So uh, but. Rick is saying there's going to be a delay even past that because quarter two is April to June. I just know that when they did the first one, it was in April. Yeah. No, no, it was like late March. I don't know but enough still, about it. I, yeah. So that I, I think might it, be a good to challenge. Why well, you challenge it then? Well, I've challenged enough already. I'm good. Anyway. <laughs> I feel bad because I challenged Rick shit last time. Now now I feel bad. My second one here. uh, By the end of the year, we still have not heard anything about Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 or uh, Beyond Good and Uh, Evil Evil 2 or Everwild. Challenge. All right, what was the second one? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2 and Everwild. Right, we won't hear anything about him. Not even somebody leaving the project. Hold on, can I challenge something? No direct announcements. How about that? If you get like a leak or something like that, that doesn't count. But can I, can I challenge something? I have to no, do this. What are you, what are you challenging? Can I, challenge his, can I challenge Rick's Hellblade 2? Three, Dude, that was four three, that was three turns ago. I have, I have no. to challenge that because if I don't challenge that, then it won't come out. 
<laughs> why? Okay. I have to negate his jinx. He was processing this entire time. <laughs> it took him like 10 <laughs> minutes to process that. I, I thought he was going to challenge me. I like, bring it on. Uh, Rick, I'm are you... I'm just for being wrong. So if I challenge it, the odds of it coming out are even higher. Do you... Who has Hellblade 2? Chance does? Yes. Yeah. Okay, so you're trying to reverse jinx yourself. <laughs> It's not gonna work. <laughs> I did the same thing with uh, with Final Fantasy VII. That is true. You do have that, but neither of those are counter picks. So both you both you guys can drop them for fantasy critic. But going back to my prediction, so what's on the table right now is by the end of twenty twenty three, we will not have heard anything official. We'll say official. So nothing from the actual developers. If you not hear even like, that it's canceled. no. They're not going to say it's canceled. There, right, I would count as really... something official, right? That would count as something official. Yeah, that if they look, okay. if if Ubisoft says Beyond Good and Evil Two is canceled, that's official. Okay. Yeah. Can we talk uh, about like if somebody just like offhandedly asks them like a question, and they answer it? Are we counting that? <laughs> no, we just talked about that, Zach. Like, yeah, it has to be like an official. A Twitter formal announcement or a formal a video or like, okay. you know, I, I'm, I'm going to official. It's my last challenge. Okay. All right. Challenging the whole thing or one specific game. The whole thing it has to be any of any of the three games. Yeah, If he hits any of okay. one, he gets it right. All right. And then now I'm just going to say, be... I'm just going to say Rick's challenge. We will hear something about one of these things. <laughs> Just, <laughs> there's, there's just too much shit to type why are your predictions always like this because i'm not gonna make that's, like that's the super true. easy prediction like hellblade 2023 release date come on that's so generic how dare you <laughs> i want to give myself a challenge uh or that <laughs> luigi's mentioned for come on all right yeah. the next 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 my, my next prediction is gonna be a big well, fuck you to pat <laughs> All right. I so we're doing snake so I, this is my third one right yeah third and yep. final we get another short marketing cycle release published by Xbox Game Studios along the lines of Pentiment or Hi-Fi Rush so announced, <laughs> what does that mean Pat like, uh, announced so and words. released in the same uh, same year so how Pentiment was announced in June and it came out was it November. Right. So good. Yeah. So the official announcement comes the same as the, the release year. So, so to make sure I've worded this right, that there will be a short marketing cycle release published by Xbox game studios. Yeah. Where games are announced and released this year. Yeah. So that could, you don't have to put this in the prediction, but I'm just going to kind of preface it by explaining it. Um, this could either be a first party title, like a first one of their studios, or it could be like a third party deal like they have with Moon Studios for like Ori, something like that, where it's like they're publishing it, but it doesn't necessarily have to be from one of their studios. It could be a, a marketing deal like that. Announced and released in the same year. And like well, this is for 2023, right? So, yeah, so it'll be announced and released in 2023. Um yeah. But I'm not saying like, you know, like Wolong coming to Game Pass, that would not count. It, it has to be something that they are publishing. Okay. 
there's so many fucking developers under that umbrella. They'll do yeah, something. Yeah, and and it's it's a strategy that has worked well for them with Pentiment. It's it's worked well, like it works super well for them with Hi-Fi Rush. So I could totally see them doing that with like Compulsion's next game or. Uh, um, I mean, that's I just know. not worth challenging. There's so many studios they could easily just announce something and release it this year. Are we putting like a minimum number of games on this? Because we would only need one game to hit, right? Yeah, how many games are announced and released in the same year from a major publisher? 22. I mean, didn't Hi-Fi Rush just do that? Hi-Fi Rush did do that, but I'm saying another one. Uh, I don't think it's... Hi-Fi Rush was so popular because it was such a rare occurrence. I just think it could... Square Enix did that, right? 2021. Apex Apex did did that. that. But I'm saying from from Xbox. So it doesn't have to be... If if Sony does it, it's not going to count for me. Right. I'm not going to challenge this. It's I mean, there's how many developers? This is almost a damn near like formality. It's a gimme. Yeah, yeah it's a formality. Like it's oh, going to give me a game is going to be announced by an Xbox game studio developer, and that it will comes out the same year. year? How yes, often yeah. does that happen? Yes, so I think develop- they have so what many developers. So many developers. They have so many developers, but they haven't been consistently releasing we anything. Would be, we would be betting against the field by challenging this. I'm just saying, it's this it's is a like March occurrence. Madness, right? This is like March Madness, right. and what you're asking us to do is bet against. Okay, we've had it happen. Teams. Like, we've had it happen twice with Pentiment and Hi-Fi Rush. Can you name another time? Uh, the last thing I think a, is Fallout 4. And that was within eight for months. Xbox? With an eight, uh, that wasn't Xbox. But that was, I guess, yeah, that was what, 2020? Yeah, it Ooh. happens all the fucking time. Ooh. Yeah, that's from Square. Ooh, uh, what's another one? Metroid Prime Remastered? Uh, stealth Drop. But again, this is a specific, Ooh, I'm saying a specific publisher. How often has that happened with Microsoft? Xbox all the fucking time. Uh, Bleeding the- Edge. No, Bleeding Edge was announced Game Awards and then it came out the following year. So fuck you. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm, I'm still very on Pat's, on Pat's face. No, I'm still very much with Rick on this. And Rick is with me. I'm not Rick, challenging this. You can have this prediction, but I'm, I'm not going to challenge it. Like, all right, yeah, I'm, I'm still predicting. I also, it. You, I also don't want you to complain about generic predictions. That's bullshit. That is <laughs> bullshit. You give me the stats to show that that's bullshit. I will just Google we Xbox just games. Like, well, while he's doing that, chance. No, Rick, what is your last prediction? Uh, Starfield release date, November 2023. Oh, you're saying it's going to get delayed? You're saying it's going to delay from September? One more time, mister. It's never going to get delayed again. No, I'm, you, I'm challenging it. If, if it gets delayed, then Thank we you, get chance. to... If it doesn't get delayed, we get to name Zach's firstborn. No, why am I involved That's in this? What's at stake here? <laughs> My firstborn already has a name. Exactly. <laughs> A name that you besmirched earlier by saying Link was not, uh, or Link was cheap to use in uh, Super Smash. Yeah, fuck you, Zach. GTA 6 is already announced. What are you fucking talking about? No, I wasn't. Hey, get the fuck out of here, Chance. And talk about it. This is, a, this is an audio medium. Um, 
So Chan okay. did it with what's the next prediction? Uh, they did it with High on Life. They didn't publish High on Life. I thought they did. No, they just uh, had Swan a deal for it to come to. Yeah. Does that count? Okay. We're talking about like so deals count. with them, but that yeah. count or no? I, uh, no. Here's my game, thing. Just Game Pass does not count. They have to publish it. So like what they yeah. did with Ori, where they published it, even though Moon Studios developed it, they don't own Moon Studio. That would count, but this does not. Okay, there's so much nuance to this. Sorry, Chance, go ahead. Didn't mean to interrupt you. You type it out. Um, I think after the whole Microsoft acquisition of Activision Blizzard. Blizzard. You just put ABK. Yeah, whether it goes through or fails or whatever, I think Sony will buy Square Enix. Challenge. Yeah, okay. I don't see that happening. Why buy the cow when you're getting the milk for free? You don't get all the milk. Sony gets the Final Fantasy 16 milk. That's what I'm sure. saying. Like he's saying Sony's gonna buy Square. But why would they oh, do I that when they're Yeah, that's a good point. So who's challenging this? Rick said Rick. Pat, you wanna challenge it too? Nala, you challenge it. Nah, fuck it. I'll challenge it too. <laughs> what the fuck? Why are you guys ganging up on me? This is bullshit. Can I change my stop making well, predictions that are super? I, can, is there like like? Do we all get points if we challenge this and we're right? Yeah, so why not? No, no, we don't get points. Don't he loses fucking... points. So he's just gonna lose one point, right? Like you challenging is not gonna make him lose two, or does it? I mean. Fuck it, I'll challenge it but too. If he's Why not right, triple then we that? lose like a third of a point. <laughs> I think so, but if he's right, then we each lose a point as well. Uh, well, so. well, I mean, so we don't. We the only benefit is that we we would lose points. Yeah, I nobody, just nobody can lot. get more than three points in this. We're all gonna get negative. Well, I mean, I'll just say yes because I don't think Sony will buy. Well, buy Square Enix. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, sure. Fuck it. I'll triple down. Sorry, Starfield. Uh, Rick, your exact verbiage. Starfield will be delayed to release November twenty twenty three. You just be. You can yeah. just say delayed to November twenty. You don't have to say delete. No. Delayed to release in November twenty twenty. Octopath Traveler three will release. Okay, but then Pat, you challenge that, right? Yeah, I, I think it'll still hit September sixth or whatever the date is. Watch tomorrow. They're like Starfield is delayed again. <laughs> It'll happen in June. Yeah, but what if, June what if it gets delayed to 2024? Neither of us are right, so we both lose a point. Okay. So patch challenges that the game will release as scheduled. Okay. Cool. All right, is it me? Yes. Your last prediction. Okay. Chance is going to challenge us because... Why not? I'm challenging it. Whatever it is, Zach, I'm challenging it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So, guys, should I do the really, Who the you really unlikely one? You guys are asking. Should okay. I do the really unlikely one or the super, super really unlikely one? Super, super really, man. Go all out. Okay. Do your shot. Uh, my, my super, super really unlikely one is that we'll get Titanfall 3 news. You don't do that. That it's in development. I've done it every time. I don't want to do that. I want to do. Um, we will get an announcement for the Switch 2.0 this year. We already okay. know it's going to happen. It's already been announced. You can't do that one. 
It's been rumored heavily. It's it's practically announced. You can't do that one. Like an official announcement from Nintendo. Switch 2.0. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking Do they have to say the name? Could they if they just say we're working on the next hardware? Yeah, because I don't know what the name is going to be. I don't know well, what it'll be called. Yeah, what if they're called? just like we're working on the next hardware, they could be like we're working on the, the cardboard VR one. No, this would have to be like their next console. Yeah, you have to I predict guess. the name and you got to give me this year or next year. You got to give me something. It will are basically. They, are they going to tease the be, title with it? It would. Whatever the new switch would be. If that makes sense. That's 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 a softball. Like it would be like like because it couldn't be like a fucking like another GameCube or something. This needs to be like whatever the sequel to the Switch would be. Yeah, you get the predict. I thought you said you're gonna get the super unlikely one. The super super unlikely one is Titanfall three in development. This so this is just the unlikely one because I don't think this is unlikely. I thought I thought it was unlikely. I didn't think we'd get anything for it this year. An announcement. For what? It's been seven years since the Switch. Yeah, but it's still selling super well. I feel like they try to milk it for longer. It's been six and a half years, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll go with Titanfall 3 in development. That's fine. Like, Spice it up a little bit if you're going to go with the Switch one. Okay. Um, okay, here. How about this? We will do Switch 2.0 with like a Rick. AK. Back. <laughs> AK. Rick, we're going to try to spice up this prediction, right? So we're talking Switch 2.0 with like a, should we do like an Ocarina of Time, like remake launch you're, game? You're thinking small. Think it's small. Give me, give me something. Give me, give me something outrageous. Metroid, like Prime Metroid 4. Prime. Metroid Prime 4 launch with Switch 2.0. Announced. Yes. Boom. All right, cool. That's gonna fucking happen. God damn it! And on the online <laughs> store, boom, GameCube games. I don't Fuck think it, I'll do it. Ne- I don't think that'll happen until next year. But I'm, okay, I'm Metroid Prime Four. Okay. It's gonna happen, so I'm counter it. Switch 2.0 announced with Metroid Prime Four as launch title. Yes. If this happens, I want it on record. I'm putting this on here. Rick gets a point as well. I want to gift Rick a point. Uh, no, fuck that. Like, I want to I give mean, Rick half a point. He gave me half of this prediction no. of Prime 4. I'm doing it. No, you can't get more than three. That's the point of this. You can't get more than the number of predictions you have. So we can't give Rick the opportunity to get more than three points. I'm still, still putting it in, on in, here. <laughs> yeah, put it on there. Okay, so Switch 2.0 announced with Metro Prime 4 as the launch title. And if this happens, I am gifting Rick half of the points. <laughs> like, Thank he you. gets half of the points for this. Like, Okay, who wants to challenge Chance, you, Chance challenge it. Chance challenge. Cool. I Chance, part of this is you challenging. Throw me under the bus. You said you're going you to challenge, gonna challenge no it no matter what. <laughs> How quickly we forget. Put a fucking prediction together to fuck me over. <laughs> <laughs> the tangled webs we weave over here. I'm always getting teamed up on. This is bullshit. <laughs> now you know how Matt feels. How do you say this? Every single one of my predictions has been challenged <laughs> by all three of you. Like, 
Quit having shitty predictions, man. Well, hey, at least you didn't get four, like half your game freaking counterpicked and fantasy critic. Okay, he did not get half of his games counterpicked. He's gotten three counterpicked out of the 20 games we have. You're going to be fine. I have like five games out. Maybe you fill up your roster in January. There might be a couple of shit games on there that we want to counterpick. Maybe if you didn't take panic, panic counterpick Hogwarts when you had no reason to. That game had like, no good as it is, but I'm happy it was good. I'm okay. With I feel bad about giving you this shit, buddy. But like I told you this exact same thing last year, and you did not listen. Did not learn. All right. So well, those are our I predictions done. So to recap, just for everybody, chances predictions. Prediction one: the Mario movie will make over 1.5 billion dollars by the end of the year. Prediction two: Nintendo's quote E3 direct. You know they're not at E3, but they're like. At that time, summer direct, yeah, <laughs> summer direct. Um, we'll just say summer direct. Uh, Luigi's Mansion 4 will be announced for 2024, which I challenge, which Pat challenged that there will be no announcement for Luigi's Mansion 4. Prediction three Sony will buy Square Enix, which we all promptly challenged. <laughs> Sony will not <laughs> buy Square Enix. Chance proceeded to type in, fuck you all. Rick's predictions, prediction one Hellblade 2 holiday 2023 release. Chance proceeded to challenge that Hellblade 2 will not release in the hopes of a reverse jinx occurring. <laughs> <laughs> Prediction 2 for Rick. Final Fantasy 7 Rebirth will be announced for quarter 2, 2024. Nobody challenged. Prediction 3. Starfield will be delayed to November 2023. Pat challenged, saying the game will release as scheduled. Prediction 1 for Pat. Ghost of Tsushima sequel trailer, sequel teaser, excuse me during the PlayStation showcase this summer prediction two: by the end of 2023, we will not have heard anything official being a formal announcement from or about vampire, the masquerade bloodlines Two, beyond good and evil Two, and Everwild. rick challenging or ever wild or yeah or ever wild uh don't you mean or tell us where the talking llama is or we'll bring your <laughs> um uh, Rick challenged that we will hear something about one of those games. <laughs> we will just hear something. Um, prediction three. Uh, there will be a short marketing cycle release published by Xbox Game Studios where games are announced and released this year. This could be a first party game or a partnership with a third party, for example. Um, none of us challenged that. My first prediction. Prediction one. Yeah, obviously. Uh, Super Mario Odyssey 2 sequel will be announced. Rick challenged. There will be no announcement for Super Mario Odyssey 2. Uh, my second prediction, we would get a cinematic trailer for Control 2. Pat challenged that. We will get no trailer. Uh, my prediction three, in tandem with Rick, Switch 2.0 will be announced with Metroid Prime 4 as the launch title. And if that happens, I'm giving Rick half the point. Chance challenged that because he said he would challenge no matter what it was. And he challenged that. Okay, that's everything. Good job, everybody. All right, quickly going through subpar subtitles. So our subtitles is the game we like to end the podcast with, uh, where we basically take the principle that game developers like naming their game with franchise colon subtitle, and that's S-U-B hyphen T-I-T-L-E. Uh, we basically, uh, I create a fake subtitle, I intermix it with a bunch of real ones, and it's our panel's job here to figure out which one is the fake one. Chat be cool, don't help them. Uh, Chat help us. No. <laughs> <laughs> Lord knows we need it. <laughs> So uh, we've been keeping track of points all year. Current point totals are Zach with three, Rick with six, Chance 
put on here negative two, but he has zero. Um, so uh, they get three points if they get a correct answer. So you guys ready? Yeah. All right. Oh, yeah. So Ninja Council. No strings attached. Hollow Realization. Enter the Dragonfly. And Legend of the Last Colony. So I'll say those one more time for those of you listening or watching the stream. So we have Ninja, Co Ninja Council. No strings attached. Hollow Realization. Enter the Dragonfly. And Legend of the Last Colony. Uh, Rick, since you are in the lead, why don't you go first? Remember, the object is to pick the fake one. If Thank you. there is a fake one. I'm going to go for A. A. Uh, Ninja, Ninja Council. Council. Uh, Chance, what about you? Um, hollow Realization. B, Hollow Realization. Are you on your phone right now looking up answers over there? No. <laughs> uh, Zach. Well, what was C? Uh, he's still on his phone. Uh, C, C was hollow realization. Oh, well, what's B? B is no strings attached. Oh, God, these are all terrible. Chance is I, still looking at his phone. I, I need feel an like answer. I've, I know. I feel like I've heard no strings attached, but I wanted I saw, to say I it. on the camera, Chance. I wanted to say hollow realization because it was just how kind of like, yeah, just go with that. Go with C. Hollow realization. All right, he's going with what Chance did. Uh, so answers are locked in. So now comes the twist. You guys have the option to keep your answers. And you will get three points if that is indeed correct. Or you can choose to gamble it all and say all real or all fake. If you say all real or all fake, you will get double the points for a total of six. So, Zach, mm. what will you do? I want to say they're all fake. They Zach all is saying terrible. all fake. Chance? I'm just going to stay. Chance is staying. Rick? Sure's off. They go all real. Rick is going all real. All right. So answers are locked in once again. Are you guys ready? Mm. Naruto Ninja Council. Real game. Fuck. No strings attached. Not a real game. Uh, Sword Art uh, Sword Art Online Hollow Realization. Uh, real game, Spyro, Enter the Dragonfly. You should know that, Zach, being such a big Spyro fan. I didn't remember. Real game, I... and Jamestown, the legend or legend of the Lost Colony, real game. So nobody gets points. No yes. change in point total. I thought uh, it was just Enter Rick the Dragon. Keeps his lead. That's so bad for me. <laughs> Rick keeps his lead, so sign us off, Zach. Yeah, God, that's so bad for me. Sorry. Um, thanks for listening. Remember, you can catch us on Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, or Spotify. Uh, you can reach us with any questions, comments, concerns. Uh, talk shit about all of it. T t tell us about how bad Matt is at Destiny at the Untitled Gaming Podcast at gmail.com. And don't forget to follow us on all of our social media. We're on Twitter at TugPod, on Instagram at TUG underscore POD. Uh, we are on Reddit at r slash TugPod, and on Facebook at the Untitled Gaming Podcast. We're starting to stream, or we've been streaming more regularly now on Twitch, so make sure you're 
uh, following us on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash dogpod. Also looking like we're going to be recording the podcast live on here more often. So thank you guys for joining us. Uh, and uh, we also ask that you guys subscribe and leave us reviews. Five-star reviews for us. One-star review for every other 